Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger. Today is Monday, June 26, 2017. This is episode three, Respecting the Environment. In episode two, I touched upon the three R's, specifically forms of respect. Respecting others, respecting the environment, and respecting yourself. Episode two was dedicated to respecting others. This one is going to be talking about the environment. And you may find it curious as to why I choose the word environment instead of some of the other words that you may find online, or if you're a teacher, you may have found in your own education courses at your college. A lot of the three R training will have to do with respecting yourself and respecting others, but the third R could sometimes be respecting your school, uh, respecting your home, respecting the classroom, and all those things are great. I choose to go with respect the environment, and here's why. When I say to a class that's never had me before, what does it mean to respect the environment? The first thing that comes to their mind is nature. And they always seem to gravitate to plants and trees. Uh, they may talk about wildlife. They may talk about insects. And without a doubt, if a student goes outside and grabs a caterpillar and for absolutely no reason decides to kill it, that's a conversation we certainly need to have about just respecting all different forms of life. But the environment as I teach children has to do with whatever place you are in at that given time. So it could be the school as a whole, whether it's a classroom, whether it's a cafeteria, the hallway, the playground, or a classroom such as your own. It could be home. It could be someone else's home. It could be the environment, exactly what they were thinking and how we're supposed to act in public which I understand in some ways can be tied into respecting yourself and respecting others, but the environment plays a role. Because sometimes the way that we act, actually often the way that we act, will change depending on our environment. Let's focus now on the environment that would be for a music teacher, specifically the music room. And Talk to the students about that particular environment. Ask them the questions about the things that need to be respected in a music classroom. And they'll quickly be aware of all of the different things in that room that are so fragile. The various instruments that may be in the room. The musical equipment that's in the room. And... When we talk about equipment, it could be things like music stands, it could be uh, different types of chairs, but it could also be audio equipment or video equipment. That's really important for their education. And 
it's important whenever you talk to students, unless the item is yours, and if it is yours, make sure they know that it's yours. So they approach it as such and they realize that that's your own personal possession. But if it's not yours, never refer to it as being yours. Refer to it as being ours. If there's an ORF instrument in the room, tell the students, this is our instrument. It gives students a sense of ownership. And when students have a sense of ownership, their respect for that is usually even greater. So hopefully you'll think about this, having this discussion with students. It doesn't matter if I've been teaching students for the very first time or for many years. I have this discussion in my very first class. Every single year, every age group, it doesn't matter because students need to hear this and it has to be repeated many times throughout the course of the year. So it, it drives it home, not just for the music classroom, but hopefully they're gonna take it as citizens moving ahead to make our world a better place.